greetings, B-movie aficionados. Hello, welcome to a couple of flicks. I'm Tristan. I'm Nick. And I'm Zach. So this is a detour episode, you know, um, because, uh, you know, we haven't watched the Snoop Dogg movies yet. So, and we're also going to be choosing Christmas films at the end of this episode to Mm -hmm. uh, watch next. But, you know, we'll get to that later. (laughs) Um, So have either of you watched anything recently that you'd like to speak about? I saw the the Green Knight. Mm. Oh, how was that? It was pretty good. It's very slow, but I like those when they're done well. And it's A24, so it was done well. Okay. <laughs> I've heard good things. Yeah, I want to see that. Definitely one of my favorites of the year. Oh, nice. Yeah, the guy who did, he's the same guy that did the ghost, um, a ghost story, which was a really slow paced type of movie yeah. as well still need to see that one but i liked it it was like it was bleak but it was quirky it was quirkily bleak <laughs> yeah it sounded interesting yeah excellent yeah i'll definitely watch the green knight so i think lowry is his name or something like that yeah something like that yeah. <clears throat> cool um I've been re-watching the Matrix movies in preparation for the new Matrix movies or the new Matrix sequel that's coming out, which I still have mixed feelings about, but you know, I'm still going to watch it because like the Matrix is like one of those movies that really blew a lot of people away, myself included, you know, so I've just been kind of, yeah, going through the series just out of curiosity, you know, I got to rewatch those too. Probably yeah. a good idea, yeah. Yeah, they've they've aged very interestingly, I must say. So. Hmm. Um, I haven't watched uh, Revolutions yet, or I've seen Revolutions, but I haven't rewatched it, you know, in a long time. So, and that's the one I feel the most divided about. So I'm, you know, I'm definitely curious as to how I'm going to feel about it now. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. But yeah, that was I like I I remember admiring certain things about it. Like I remember the the performances were really cool. Like like I like that one guy after he gets taken over by Agent Smith, like how he imitates like Hugo Weaving really well. And like there were just there were a lot of things about it I thought were really cool, but then I but I remember there were a lot of things I didn't like about it as well. And I feel like they overdid it with like the western trope stuff at the end with the battle between him and agent smith i remember there was something in it that happened that irritated me but i don't remember what yeah i never really liked that one but i haven't seen it in a long time so we'll see yeah yeah um i watched speaking of catching up on movies i just watched uh, i guess would be spider-man the one before the new one that's coming out just to catch up on that one of the oh, yeah. far from home i think i guess it's called yeah 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 saw that one because i was preparing for the new one that looks neat 
Yeah. And then I also, and then, yeah, it was good. Liked it. Always like Spider Man. Yeah. You can't and go then, wrong with Jake Gyllenhaal as well. Like when he gets <laughs> yeah. to the mix. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and uh, I saw the Ten Rings movie as well. Just, yeah, hmm. just, uh, it's pretty good. But I, I was, I'm always disappointed when they end these in big CGI monster fights at the end. Yeah. So that kind of, because it had a lot of cool martial arts fights, yeah. but yeah, it but... ended in a giant CGI blob fight. So <laughs> yeah, that's yeah. like, oh, come on. That's always frustrating. Like sometimes they do it well, but sometimes they don't. Like, like I like the way they did it with Guardians of the Galaxy, you know, but then mm-hmm. when you like jump ahead to like, I don't know, I did, I, I had some misgivings about the ending of Captain Marvel. Like that was probably the, the worst part of the movie for me. Just, hmm. I, I don't know. It, it always bums me out when they dissolve into light shows, you know, but I, I don't know. This one I'm definitely like excited for, I gotta say. Um, just because like, I don't know. I like the aesthetic idea of it a lot. And I, 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 I like the poster. I just think it looks like an interesting movie. I'll, I'll definitely like watch it for real, like probably pretty soon actually. The Ten Rings one? Yeah, the Chang, okay. Chang, whatever, Shang-Chi. Yeah. yeah, and one other one that, you know, it was the New Mutants that was supposed to be like a hard horror mutant X-Men movie. That one was, I liked it in the beginning because I'm a huge X-Men fan and it was an interesting take, but then that also, and it had, ended in a giant CGI fight that made no sense. Yeah, it was cut down to I think from an R to PG thirteen, and then it was like development hell for a couple of years. So yeah, yeah, it came out like three, four years after they made it. Yeah, <laughs> when Macy Williams was like a kid still. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I definitely want to see like I, I'm I am trying to get excited for the new Spider Man movie. I I really am. I I just I think I'm just I I feel like the hype is gonna sort of is it might kind of be a little too overwhelming, and then a lot of people are gonna be disappointed in it. I'm really worried that's gonna yeah. happen because I like hyping the, the hell out of it. <laughs> yeah, and if the other two Spider Men don't show up, people are gonna flip out. <laughs> right, that's yeah. a big thing. Everyone thinks they're gonna. Yeah, and Andrew Garfield is like in an interview. He's like he's being such a smartass. <laughs> like. I'm just really curious like but um yeah I don't know I we'll see how it goes I guess I I I am excited to see it I I also I admit I am like still interested in seeing Eternals like even though I know a lot of people told me it wasn't the greatest thing like I still am curious you know about like the whole like like where that's gonna lead for example yeah I still gotta see that one I haven't seen it either. I'm curious. I like because I like the 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 stuff they do between in the blip they call it or whatever. Those five years where everyone's gone. I'm interested in that shit, but it's not too much that they hit on, except for I guess that Hawkeye series takes place during it. Mm. So I'd be interested in checking that out. But yeah. so it's guess- always interesting when they bring it up in the movies, but in the post-end yeah. game movies. 
yeah we'll see where it goes it's just it's tough to top what they've already done that's the thing like it's kind of daunting i mean once you once you kill off half the universe like where do you go from there like kill off two-thirds of the universe like i just it's it's just it's hard to really top what exists already and so like everything that from here on out is gonna already have baggage attached to it because they can't top the first one or what it was originally in the Mm -hmm. eyes there's also a lot of crazy purists too but that's another story anyway go on i mean i was just gonna say as far as i'm not a big comic book guy i don't know if there's someone more powerful than thanos i assume there might be i don't know a new villain they're trying kang kang the conqueror that's what they've been setting up Hmm. like loki i think loki was the main one that set that up yeah i've seen pretty much i've seen everything except for uh eternals so far so all right well i think i think eternals like i'll i'll definitely watch that i'm gonna see shang chi first i think and then i'm gonna see eternals like i think i'm gonna just i'm gonna take my time with this new marvel stuff because i just I'd rather not ruin it for myself, you know. Like, because I know that I'm probably never going to rewatch a lot of these movies. <laughs> so, yeah, I usually just pick and choose ones that look interesting, and I don't feel like I miss much. Yeah. Yeah, especially the beginnings. Yeah. I'm also kind of wondering though, like, uh, there's so many Spider-Man movies now if this did relate to all the others that exist would that mean that like it would be a good idea to watch all like how many of them are there's eight of them seven or eight yeah no nine now because there's uh into the spider verse there's okay so there's the first three with toby Maguire. there's the two with andrew garfield so that's already five um yeah okay we'll throw spider reverse into that six and then the two with Okay, yeah, so about eight now. So this would be the ninth Spider-Man movie. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, the first one, those first, the Tobey Maguire and Andrew Garfield ones weren't really in the the mix before before this new one, apparently, so. Yeah, yeah, it's interesting. Technically, they're going to be canon, since we know the villains are there. (laughs) Yeah, the villains are there, so. They better better have the other Spider-Man in it. We'll see. I mean, I'm definitely curious, uh, but it's it's interesting because like eight Spider-Man movies, not including the sp- like the crossovers. Like, we'll see, you know. But I am curious about it, you know. And I'm also kind of curious about Doctor Strange, the new Doctor Strange as well. Like, yeah, Sam Raimi. So that'll be yeah, interesting. Okay. I, <laughs> I mean, I'm just utterly charmed by the fact that I've lived long enough to see Sam Raimi go from Evil Dead to making Disney movies, like. It's just really <laughs> funny to me. Like, hey, I think yeah. <laughs> get enough money, I think anyone will direct anything. Exactly. It works. Yeah. Money money makes it happen, yeah. Yeah. And also it is smart of Disney to actually get like filmmakers that know what they're doing. I mean Yes. Definitely. You know, and Sam Raimi is somebody who's already demonstrated that he can do a lot with a little. So but anyway. So yeah, I guess. We shall now talk about these three detour movies, as I graciously referred to them as <laughs> earlier. 
And we're gonna start with your your pick first, Nick. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, you you mentioned Matrix, little tie-in. Carrie Ann Moss is has a little part in this role in this movie. Uh, mm-hmm. I chose uh, the Bye Bye Man. Yeah, uh, yeah. I mean, and it's just a little little part. She's just like a detective for five minutes, <laughs> but it was yeah. funny to see her in it in this yeah. sh- shit shit movie. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, like, damn, how'd you I, get her? <laughs> yeah, well, not just her, but also uh, Faye Dunaway. Like, oh, right. This movie too, For like two minutes. <laughs> yeah, and she gets... Actually, no, I will, we'll, we'll save it. We'll, I'll let you, t- because I don't want to spoil it. But I'm just, I'm utterly flabbergasted. Like, that's all I have to say about that. Yeah, so this... I uh, I chose this movie because it was it was written. It's always been on my radar. It was written by um, Jonathan Penner, who was a Survivor contestant uh, way back in the day, um, and he was in Hollywood before he was in Survivor. That was just you know, he happened to like a lot, a lot of Hollywood people like Survivor, but yeah, yeah, that's why it was on my radar. I just was flipping through another list and that was one that came up again so i was like oh fine i'll finally watch it yeah and uh it's directed by his wife stacy title yeah um, who can by the way now we i know connection. yeah <laughs> i know what you're gonna say yeah she also yeah. she also directed the snoop dog hood of horror <laughs> yeah she not only directed that and but here's something else she directed she also directed um, The Last Supper, which was written by the guy who went on to direct Dead Man's Curve. Okay. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> yeah. So Stacy Title has actually she's she's gotten around. Like she's <laughs> you know she's worked with Snoop Dogg. She's she's a per, she's perfect for this show. Damn. Yeah, I didn't even know. Yeah, yeah I didn't know any of that. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> and yeah. now we got to talk about Snoop Dogg's Hood of Horror at some Did point. we choose that one or no? But now we have to. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> anyway. So, yeah, getting into it, it's um, like a boogeyman horror movie. Um, I don't know. What is Candyman the one like you say the name and he comes and kills you? Yeah, you say the name three t- or no, I keep I always mess this up. You say the name five times in the mirror, you say Candyman, and he comes out of the mirror and kills you, basically is what Candyman is about. So it's like that and, and like the Biggie Smalls episode of South Park. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, don't say it, don't think it. Uh, just don't written all over the poster. Uh, said like that's half the dialogue <laughs> those yeah. few words yeah. and uh, then a good another good portion of the dialogue well aside from him like getting attacked by whatever um, is him like having to like constantly stop himself from saying it like again and again he's like you know like he does that I mean that only happened in like that last scene in the last scene yeah, that yeah, was so and, bad too. Yeah, which I I at that I mean I kind of at that point in the movie I was kind of already I already checked out mentally. Anyway. Yeah, because it was boring <laughs> as fuck for the first. I mean, all of it mostly except like, yeah. 
until like the uh, until you get to the, about the hour mark then stuff then it starts getting interesting in a bad way but yeah yeah interesting nonetheless you know yeah it kind of reminds me of like hellraiser inferno but yeah gone i'm just saying, like yeah the acting was trash <laughs> as well the writing yeah. was garbage the plot was generic <laughs> <laughs> I mean, <laughs> yeah it, it really was pretty much a by like by the numbers cookie cutter like I, I mean okay so like it starts off with some dude shooting a bunch of people and yeah. it's all like done in one take and it's like is it a one be, take yeah well i mean it was it's supposed to look like it's one take i should okay. i should say and yeah. like you know they kind of cut back to it a few times throughout the movie. Yeah, as yeah. you learn. <laughs> yeah. And, you know, the guy, okay, so first, like, he he and his two, like, roommates, and there's, like, some weird threesome sexual tension going on between the three of them where he's constantly jealous because he thinks that his girlfriend is cheating on him with his other roommate, which is like, all right, so this guy already has serious trust issues before like shit, shit goes wrong. So, you know, we already know what's going to happen to him. And the movie of course makes sure to really like ramp it up with the sex scene, um, which I appreciated very much at that point, because the movie really like, like you said, the movie was pretty boring. And then that happened and it was so hilarious. Like this movie was like wish upon level bad. <laughs> like, yeah, except not as entertaining. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Um, but yeah, like he like first I think his niece actually his niece is the one who kind of sets off the chain of events in the first place anyway, because she for whatever reason is at their housewarming party. She goes upstairs and like like plays with some coins or something like that which makes and, no sense why yeah I <laughs> what are these yeah, coins coming from why was a kid at that party anyways <laughs> yeah it was a pretty adult college party with people drinking and shit i know and it's like what is this the 70s you know and so she goes upstairs and um you know kind of hangs out and plays around with some coins and then the main character, our our hero, for lack of a better word, runs upstairs and finds her. And then he like gets curious about the coins and he picks them up. And then he looks under the desk and see, sees the words, the bye-bye man. And, no, he you know, sees at first, he just sees the scribblings of don't, don't, don't oh, think yeah, it, don't right. say it. And then yeah, he like pulls right. off like a little, pulls off, I don't know what the fuck. It was like some type of wallpaper inside a desk thing. Like, yeah coding or whatever and etched in was the bye-bye man yeah and it's like it you know it's just like the remake of evil dead where <clears throat> the guy who looks like jesus opens the book of the dead and the first page it says like in blood red letters like do not read this book and he just shrugs and keeps turning the pages it's the same it's the same thing in big lead big letters it says don't say it don't think it he sees the words the bye-bye man and then when he hears the phrase don't say it don't think it again later on in the movie what does he do he says the bye-bye man it's like wow if this character isn't even smart enough to put two and two obvious clues together like you can't there's no there's no hope like you can't count on these people for anything and sure enough they make every mistake that people in these movies make 
um, one after another to like in a hilarious fashion to the point where it gets monotonous. Like you said, it gets really boring. And then at the, in the second half of the film, it starts going a little more bonkers, you know, which is fun. Faye Dunaway, <clears throat> do you want to talk about the, the, what I would call the, the crown jewel scene in the movie? You would. Yeah. Um, I mean, there's, there, I mean, we're, they're skipping a lot. I mean, oh, okay. I'm sorry. We're just, I mean, what I, what I would, so at, I would give him a little, a little leeway because he's, yeah. they, they set him up as to be a skeptic because, oh yeah, that's you true. know, the, the girlfriend is, you know, she's creeped out. So like yeah. one of the party goer friends uh, does like a little seance thing to try and yeah. I don't know, get any creepy shit out. And he's, he's prodding her, making fun of her saying, I don't yeah. believe in this shit. I'm a logical thinker. Yeah. So he, he just says the, he's like she says something's coming something like and she like she starts freaking out saying don't think it don't say it and he's just says yeah. bye bye man so now he's fucked everyone in the room yeah uh, <laughs> and then Which, yeah i mean I, I in a way it, it was kind of interesting to sort of see how like he was constantly challenging the dynamic of the psychic in the room you know and it did kind of make for an interesting sort of direction you know yeah she knew somehow that her parents died in a crash uh yeah and then he got defensive his... and decided to piss piss her off <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah yeah it was his parent yeah you're right and um so yeah i mean after that uh everyone starts acting weird like the girl gets starts getting like sick with a cold or something yeah the the other dude the other roommate john so th- i mean this whole t- this is also taking place because they're college or students that want to get out of the dorms they're renting this house this haunted house um this john guy uh like the athlete character he starts seeing shit getting i don't know just being weird uh, he sleeps tries he tries to sleep with uh the seance lady but apparently couldn't finish <laughs> like that's, that's yeah. one it's one power that bye bye man has is gives you ed <laughs> yeah um, it, it, and they seem to be losing sleep like they start it, i think they're trying to do something like it follows a little bit like it felt yeah, like so it felt like very yeah. followy yeah. kind of um, stuff in there like and i also i do applaud how they sort of showed like the decline of the characters, like while everything was happening, like because I I always enjoy when a movie does like they also do that with Nightmare on Elm Street because the characters like are lacking sleep and stuff. These characters are sort of getting depleted of their energy in a way too, you know, and so they kind of become paler. The main character like looks know, like he, shit the whole time. <laughs> yeah. Like, and. Oh. Uh, I, I like that. That was that was cool. You know, it felt kind of classy in a way. Yeah, and then so the the main character is I don't know. He's getting jealous, more and more jealous irrationally. Uh, he starts hearing shit. Like I guess if you hear the coins dropping or and you hear something else, I forget what they mm-hmm. said. Like a train, maybe. Train, I know if you hear yeah. the train, which I don't. Yeah. Why is all this stuff? relevant to the bye-bye man coins and trains and scratching he hears a bunch of scratching that means he's close i think they yeah. attempted to have a backstory but then they're just like ah fuck it 
if, yeah. yeah they didn't have enough time to shoot it or something <laughs> or like running out i don't yeah yeah uh, so event so eventually the the main character starts saying oh shit yeah this is going bad something is fucked up they him and his girlfriend start doing some detective work he goes to the uh the library um looks he uses the internet and they don't i don't like does google cost money to use its name i don't I know i guess so because it was just search <laughs> yeah. it wasn't even like some funny little fake search engine it was just search he searches the bye-bye man nothing no results i think he got some results from searching don't say it don't think it i think that's how he got into the library with the sassy black lady oh yeah Uh, yeah um it's the it's that one who played the that lady in magnolia who gets handcuffed to the couch like you know that ain't mine that character it's her yeah Um, she's definitely familiar but yeah i've seen her in a lot of movies i really she's awesome actually but um i and actually although i didn't her character well okay never mind go on so anyway there i mean there's a lot of jumping to conclusions also because they're they they find out i guess somehow that the more you think about it or say his name, the powerful he gets or whatever. So that's why you have to just keep saying, don't think it, don't say it instead of the actual words. Bye bye, man, make him more powerful and make him come quicker or something. But anyway, yeah, he's, he's searching up. He gets access to old documents in the library of redacted, uh, newspaper shit that 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 the opening scene guy was this is where we get the background info on the opening scene and where yeah that dude was a reporter that was reporting on some kid that killed his family uh and then himself because of the bye-bye man curse yeah which shoots some neighbors too yeah he starts shooting neighbors because he he told he didn't you know he was just a reporter he didn't really think much of it except for it was just a kid that went crazy but then he's since he heard it saw it you know he starts believing it because you know he starts seeing shit yeah uh so he goes on a killing spree kills everyone that he told and then everyone that uh they told which was like a total like eight people i guess and again this is like another plot hole is like i mean if the bye-bye man is coming to kill you just let him i guess instead of like well that's yeah that's the thing because he's gonna kill you anyway no matter what so like why do you have to kill people like he didn't really do anything though he just kind of does that that's all he really did yeah just points and then his his dog just ate the dead bodies yeah Yeah. (laughs) that really shitty looking dog yeah i i think that was that was my biggest problem with this movie though ultimately is i didn't understand the character motivation like i didn't understand why they all decided to try to kill each other like it just seemed kind of like all right whatever or why he decided to kill everybody or i mean in the first place like i mean i understand at the end because he was seeing shit but initially like why does that have to be the plan like why that guy went on a killing spree at the beginning like just seems stupid yeah 
Yeah, his conclusion was that you have to kill everybody and then yourself. So the buck stops with him. But I mean, the redacted reports were still out there, so it's there's definitely a potential. And also, yeah. I find it yeah. funny like that this type of film where you know if you say the name five times in a mirror, th- these are like hard to do things that you can't happen accidentally. But sometimes you might just say, "Oh, hey, bye bye, man." If you're saying goodbye to like a friend walking away like see you tomorrow bye bye man <laughs> like oh yeah. you're fucked <laughs> yeah. oops it's also it's also kind of a silly it's kind of a silly name like it's yeah. it's not bloody mary it's not Candy yeah. Ma- it's not it's not bye biggie bye. smalls no it's definitely not biggie Smalls. it's just <laughs> bye bye man like uh yeah. that's silly you know it just sounds like a nursery rhyme or something like or a nursery song mm-hmm. i don't know yeah and then uh just on a side note of the investigation where the the girlfriend of the main character goes to see the landlord yeah uh, he's a he's a flower shop owner this is the this is jonathan penner the writer of the yeah. film so he, he had a little cameo it was a stupid fucking scene too <laughs> yeah <laughs> Just wrote it in to be in the movie because he does a little acting too. He's been in like Seinfeld. He's been yeah. in uh, he's been in Arrested Development as well. He was like the the lawyer for the, the dad in Arrested yeah. Development. So he's done cool that he that's cool that he did like Survivor. I mean, you know, that's interesting. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, yeah, I liked him. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, was, yeah, his name was Mister Daisy, the flower shop for <laughs> real. On the nose, yeah, uh, yeah, he was, he was no help, he was just like, I don't know. What you? <clears throat> she was like, Oh, it's really cold in here. Why? And he's like, This is a hot ha- or a greenhouse, it's super duper hot. You should go to bed, <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, you're sick, or whatever. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> he also sort of flirts with his, her, like, the two, or well, he doesn't flirt with them directly, but he kind of indicates, like. Those two handsome. Yeah, yeah. And, and he has a little bit of flamboyancy to indicate yeah. that he might be uh, gay. Yeah, seems a little chirpy. So. Yeah. <laughs> uh. <laughs> so yeah, uh, we get, I guess, the back getting just a whole back more of the backstory of the initial reporter finds mm-hmm. out where uh, the main guy finds out where his wife is um and this is where that funny fuck, fucking stupid scene comes in where they, <laughs> like she he's talking like how did he, he he's trying to get out of her like how she survived yeah and it was because she he never told her the the, the bye-bye man's name the bye-bye man <laughs> yeah and that's how i survived i never knew it and it was like yeah. oh, okay well and then he jumps to the conclusion that if I guess a nightmare on Elm Street kind of thing of if you just like ignore all these hallucinations you you beat him if you beat the fear you beat him uh, yeah. and he practices it on her because she like is she's tending the fire in her fireplace and just ignites her whole body and gets she's like ah, I'm on fire fucking shoot me help ah, shoot me kill me and he's like no no this isn't real you're the bye bye man oh my god 
<laughs> then, <That's> so hard. <laughs> yeah, because it was so bad looking too. Fake yeah. CGI fire on yeah. melting Faye Dunaway. <laughs> yeah. And the CGI on her face and the skeleton. Yeah. Like, so I was like, shit. oh my God, you gotta be kidding me. It's like worse than the fog, like the remake. <laughs> oh, yes. Man. Oh, I laughed so hard at that. Wow. Mm. Uh, that was so fucking funny. Yeah. Oh, and That's one funny cool. thing too was like he was when he was at the library before he goes to meet the wife, he was just scribbling out in the the, the report, the bye-bye man, but he wasn't like, you could still read it because yeah. it was just like a pen over it. Yeah, he just got it over it. He was like, why is somebody scribbling out the bye-bye man? I don't understand. And yeah. the, 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 the uh, should be noted, the sassy black librarian also fig- says the name bye-bye man. <laughs> Yeah. Which comes into play later, which is when he's driving home from almost killing Faye Dunaway, but he's trying to go back to rescue his girlfriend and buddy yeah. and to tell him to not be scared. Uh, he's driving super fast, uh, and then he sees randomly his friend in the middle of the road, and he's oh, this isn't real. I got you, you dumb fucker. Bye-bye, man. Fuck you. And he just like... F- just phases right through him. He's like, ha ha, yes, ha ha, I beat you. He and like he he's looking back, like saying, Yay! And then he just turns around and randomly in the middle of the road, in the middle of the nowhere, the librarian's there. In the, it's not a hallucination. She's actually yeah. for some reason in the middle of the road. And he he hits her, flips his car, and <laughs> like he's like, I don't know if he doesn't. He, if he thinks that it's still a hallucination or something, but he just leave, leaves her by the side of the road. <laughs> yeah. Well, oh, and also earlier in the movie, too, like kind of what sets off the chain of the events of it being an investigation. So the psychic girl. Oh, shit. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Oh, my God. That yes. Yes. I forgot about too. that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, so he's. Gets, yeah. She. So he actually starts believing in all this shit now and he, he goes to her. And asks her to do another seance. To he wants to bring her over, doing another seance, and she's like acting weird, saying "Okay, okay." And then she like, "I'm I'm coming out." You see her washing her hands off with blood. She has like a. And as they're driving, he's noticing that there's a bloody hammer in her bag, and she starts freaking out. They're driving by a train track because she sees she sees uh, like a family of that got flipped over in a train track. They're all fucked up and. It's not real because the bye bye man makes you see things or makes you not see things as well. Yeah. Uh, and she's she gets hit by the train. He's trying to stop her, but it looks to the, the train driver that he's chasing her down with a bloody hammer. Uh, that's you know where Carrie Ann Moss Trinity comes into play as the cop yeah. investigating this train accident. Uh, he, yeah, they bring they yeah they bring him in for some investigation shit. Uh, he's sounding crazy, uh, but he monologues his way out of an investigation. Yeah. Uh, so he goes. So eventually, he, he eventually he's you know trying to make his way back to the yeah his his house with his friend and girlfriend. Yeah, uh, he sees. 
I guess it's a little, I'm, I'm telling it a little out of order because I think he beats yeah. the shit out. He beats the shit out of his friend because he thinks yeah. he's, he sees the bye bye man makes him see that he's, uh, you know, having sex with his girlfriend. So he hits him over the head with a bat. But it wasn't the case. He was just taking care of her after the train accident, just putting yeah. her to rest. And, and then, then he, so he moves his friend upstairs. <laughs> he leaves he, him on a sofa. So he ties her. He ties his friend, and oh yeah, he it. ties him up and leaves him in the basement. That's it. And then goes to see the 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 wife of the initial reporter, and then, but he comes back, and somehow the friend got no ties. He was not tied up. Somehow he just wakes up untied, goes to see what's going on because he's like out of it and shit. Um, he sees the friend john was his name he sees the uh the seance girl she's all fucked up looking like she got hit by a train (laughs) yeah she's freaking out uh he's he sees the girlfriend sasha or something was her name as her so he's freaking out she sees john as her boyfriend and he's free he's freaking out they're all freaking out everyone's freaking out yeah and um <laughs> they start killing each other <laughs> like for Pretty some much. reason like like, like i he, guess the guy so it's good get, get, there's like a switcheroo that happens like the guy yeah. thinks that it's like i don't know some zombie chick i guess the zombie seance girl and he starts like trying to kill her yeah, but it, was, but it was actually the girlfriend. But the bye bye man was making it look like it wasn't. It was the seance girl. Yeah, um, <laughs> and then the main character comes in as he's stabbing her. His girlfriend, you know, tackles him, saying, "No, stop! I know how to beat it. Just don't be afraid anymore. Ignore all the hallucinations. <laughs> that's his, that's how you beat him." Yeah, I guess. Uh, and then they get into a kerfuffle. Um, and it looks like he's, you know, fighting off, uh, his friend and he shoots him. Uh, but it turns out that it was actually his girlfriend that, and it was like a trick by the bye-bye man. So he shot his girlfriend on accident. Yeah. Cause he, cause he thought that she was he and that he was stabbing the shit out of her. Yeah. So they switched, they switched, they body swapped. No, they body swapped somehow. <laughs> And I I don't get it. It's... I don't get it either. Because he would have killed either one of them anyway. Like yeah. so I don't know even know what like what the relevance of that was. Well, like, I don't even really get the logistics of how it happened. If yeah, if like we're seeing the stabbing going through the eyes of those two, but then it switches <clears throat> yeah through the eyes of the main character. So it was just a, a confusing switcheroo. But it's like okay, yeah. maybe you just wanted a more emotional impact of him killing his girlfriend um which leads to i guess the ending of the shittiness that is the bye-bye man where brother shows up with his niece because they've been in talks over the phone landline by the way Mm. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, (laughs) and he's so the brother is like an older his older brother who has a wife and kid a niece um they show up because they're worried about him because he's acting crazy and the bye-bye man you know pokes him in the head which is i guess what makes him start like kind of <laughs> having spasms of saying trying to cover his mouth because he keeps almost yeah. saying it 
and he's just telling him to go away, go away. And uh, he just just blows his brains out. Um, And then the place catches fire at some point. Somehow. I don't know exactly how it got on fire. (laughs) It just did. I missed that part. Like, yeah, I don't I mean, remember I, either. Yeah, like <laughs> I, I know, I know that it happened, but I just don't know why or how. Like, because at first I thought it was like just a hallucination because of the whole thing, but no one was like, there were no candles during any of this type of shit. That like no. this final fight, there was no f- fireplace that was lit or anything. The house just started lighting on fire. I don't know if the yeah. bye-bye man did that or I don't really I don't know the bye-bye man's powers. <laughs> Maybe Can that's he the actually, only thing he did. He just lit shit on fire. I don't know. <laughs> made people hallucinate. Yeah, yeah. He can do that. And he's he was played by the guy from Doug whatever who's done uh, Doug Jones. Yeah. The, he's him. He's actually, you know, a pretty awesome guy and they they hardly even show him in this. It's like what bye bye man? He's. I mean, I'll say, it looked pretty cool. I mean, he didn't look yeah. like him at all, but the bye bye man looked decent. Yeah, I'll give the that little. Movie they this. Sh- <laughs> yeah, the li- the little moments they showed, he looked decent. Yeah. In contrast to his dog, which is like <clears> hot, <throat> look hot shit. Yeah, <laughs> just a giant turd, <laughs> CGI turd that eats yeah. people. <laughs> <laughs> and then the movie does a double whammy twist ending, or like, what is it? Switch. What the? What, there's a there's a word for it. Uh, not a twist ending, but a I don't some kind of thing. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's weird. It's stupid. So the dude, the the main character, at somewhere through the middle of the movie, gets pissed off at the drawer. So instead of I don't know burning it, he would just fucking yeah. throws it off the side of his property into like yeah, really not that far <laughs> off his property yeah. into the woods. He pulls a Jumanji. Yes, exactly. That's what I, I was. I had that same thing in my mind. Oh, he, he's doing a Jumanji here. Why don't destroy the fucking thing? Actually, yeah. destroy all evidence. Yeah, like which is what a good person would do, or, or a good movie would have done. Yeah, <laughs> like, that too. <laughs> uh, and, and then his daughter sees it or something. Somehow, the nie- at some yeah, point. the niece sees it, kind of. She finds the coins. Uh, she says to her dad, uh, uh, yeah, he, he left me these coins and, and they're in the drawer with the writing in it. And he was like, what drawer? And I don't know. It had writing in it. And he was like, what did it say? I don't know. It was dark. I couldn't read it. I'm not a flashlight. <laughs> yeah, I, that was so stupid. And then and then Carrie Ann Moss. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. At the end, it was, yeah, Karen, like, the John guy that get the, the who had the body swap of being stabbed instead of shot and burned. He lived through the fire, and he says, he says, he never says the full thing out loud. He says the bye-bye, and Carrie Ann Moss is trying to say what, even though, like, she clearly knows that's the main character was onto something after all this crazy shit happened. Why would she want to hear it after he explained? Well, if because his his monologue to get him out of fucking jail was like, if you you're you have kids, if you saw 
giant mass massacre you wouldn't tell your children what you would see you would hug them right what would you do tell them the truth or hug them and she was like oh i'd hug them but she still tries to get the the words out he just says the bye-bye and mouths the man part into her so it's like oh there are threads here that it could still happen and the the desk is they show like a shot of the desk at the end too so it's still there so it exactly. leads, can lead to a sequel, which yeah. I don't. It's not going to happen. <laughs> I mean, does this movie have enough of a fan base, or no? No. Okay. So. <laughs> okay. Did people take to it or not? I don't think so. I don't think so at all. I think it was. Yeah, the, the letterbox <laughs> ratings are pretty low. Oh yeah, it's like one point something, right? One point five or something ridiculous like that. Yeah, that's yeah, pretty bad. The... <laughs> there's yeah. this little chart. Jeez, um, oh, one yeah, point five. Oof. Well, okay. I guess there go that 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 answers the question as to whether or not there's going to be a sequel. I guess there, um, could, there still could be some stupid producer that's like, let's make another one. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah. you know the movie. The movie actually did make money, apparently. Yeah, I'm um, not surprised because it was probably cheap as fuck to make. And yeah, if you just PG 13 it up for theater, you'll make some money. Yeah, which I'm so I'm so glad I didn't watch the PG 13 version of this this movie. But go I, on. I'm, I was just gonna say the budget 7.4 million, box office 29.9 million. Well, fuck. Yeah. Good, good on you, Jonathan Petter. You didn't win Survivor, <laughs> but. You made a buck off this shit. <laughs> yeah. So there you go. But what were you about to say? Uh, me, I would, I would, I would wonder what the PG thirteen is because it wasn't that unrated y except for like some a bunch of blood. So I could see if they just well, take it and the blood. sex scene. It wasn't that sexy either. It was just like the backs <laughs> of the dudes. Like I've seen worse in PG thirteen. I feel. I mean, I, we got to see his butt cheeks. I mean, that's. Yeah. That's pretty amazing for this type of movie. So. <laughs> yeah. But um and there, and also, but there was like no swearing or anything either. It was just like Yeah. There could have been. There could have this movie could have been raunchier, you know. Mm-hmm. It's just dreary mostly. Yeah. <laughs> people walking around dark hallways, getting freaked out by sounds, acting stupid, killing themselves. That's kind of it. Yep. Yeah. but i i was entertained i'd give it a two out of five like i didn't hate it honestly oh really yeah yeah i i thought it was gonna be a lot worse just because of what other yeah. people have said about it but yeah i'd give it a two as well yeah i was bored for most of it <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and the acting was really hard to get by too uh yeah the acting was pretty poor I like, but I like Jonathan Penner just because of Survivor. So I'll give it a two. I'd probably probably give it a one if he didn't have anything to do with it. (laughs) (laughs) Um, yeah. I mean, I don't know. And also, like, I'm still, you know, Faye Dunaway. I still like her. I mean, I it was still fun to see her. I must admit, like, even though all she did in this movie was get lit on fire, like, (laughs) I still enjoyed watching her. Yeah. So. <clears throat> All right. So, shall I talk about the film that I chose now? 
All right. So the film that I chose is a film from the 80s, the late 80s, titled uh, Hell Comes to Frogtown. And I guess I didn't actually realize, you know, this when I first heard about the movie. But the reason it's called Hell's Co- Hell Comes to Frogtown it's kind of like one of those titles that means multiple things, you know? So the literal t- meaning of the title, Hell, Hell Comes to Frogtown, is the main character's name is Sam Hell. So it, the title is, lit- it's like, you know, it's like another one of those titles like Driving Miss Daisy or Jack Goes Bo- Boating or something. It's like a descriptive title. You know, Sam Hell is the one who comes to frog t- Frogtown. So... Is the That's, name of the town Frogtown, or is that just, or did they name it? So I forget what they. I think they mentioned Frogtown. Yeah. At some point. But <clears throat> anyway, I guess I'd call it. I guess I sort of would describe this movie as like a spoof of post-apocalyptic movies. It's like kind of like a raunchy '80s spoof sort of. I called it a uh, I called it a horny Mad Max. Yeah, <laughs> that works. <laughs> <clears throat> it all it kind of yeah it's it reminds me it's reminiscent of it's like Tank Girl meets Children of Men or something like that like but really raunchy um, and instead of kangaroos they're frogs. Um, so basically, Roddy Piper. So it starts off almost sort of like One Flew Over the Cuckoo's Nest, where Jack Nicholson has like been detained and you know for statutory R-word. And this movie kind of starts off the same way, where like uh Roddy Piper, I guess he sexually assaulted somebody. And this person, this lady has wound up pregnant, and so it it's kind of a shocking thing because in this world everybody is like infertile so they realize uh oh this guy like he's he his sperm actually does the trick let's make him government property boom so that's the premise of the movie um and the guy who does it at the beginning of the film colonel uh whatever he he plays a dual role in this movie he also plays the count <clears throat> But um, he actually he turns out to not even spoiler I guess he turns out to be an arms dealer, um, and who's working against the main character. But at the beginning of the film, he's there and he's kind of like this person who, <clears throat> it, you know, gives him the briefing so to speak. And then he gets hooked up with these two ladies, and this is the second movie we've watched on this show where electro electro electrical. Or like or electrodes have been attached to a man's genitals um, for the purposes of making him do stuff. So, um, you know, the other film, I think it was the film you chose, Zach, right? It was yeah. uh, Prisoners yeah. of the Ghost Land. Yeah, with Nicolas Cage. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so it's sort of like that kind of thing. Only what Roddy Piper, like he he gets zapped a couple times because it, both times is because he tries to get away and it's like okay well you know obviously he didn't learn his lesson the first time so i well, guess one time there. no one time he gets away and one time 
she's the lady's just captured and has moved for, far away from him. Oh yeah, that right. happens later on. Yeah, but I I'm talking like initially, wasn't there like at least a couple times? I feel like like I know the first time like he like tried to run away, and then the second time I think he tried to sneak off or something. And then it started going off, and then they're like, "Oh, it's automatic or whatever." Or I don't know, maybe I'm maybe not, but <clears throat> I seem to remember something like that happening. Um, yeah, it happened a couple times, and then when yeah. the one of the ladies tried to seduce him. Yeah. She did it herself. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. <laughs> it's like, so we're already about half an hour into the movie and Roddy Piper is at the mercy of one lady who's got electrodes, electrodes on his genitals and another lady who's, who's trying to sleep with him. So it's like a lose-lose situation, I guess, because he's the only person in the world, apparently, who is fertile. And at some point, they encounter a female prisoner. And that's kind of when the film sort of becomes hard to take seriously. Because then somehow, like, they manage to liberate her. Because Roddy Piper, like, so she's a prisoner and then they abduct her. You know, even though, I mean, I guess if she's already a prisoner and they're abducting her, then whatever, it makes no difference. But then, like, what I thought... what I th- it was one of the girls they were because they're it's a, initially like a rescue mission movie where they're yeah going to rescue these fertile ladies because these yeah. frog because the frog people are holding them hostage for yeah they're hoarding them yeah for I don't know money reasons and slash we don't know why reasons yeah they all kind of I think act she like just she just escapes she was one of them that escaped I under was my understanding. Yeah. That that was going to be impregnated by him anyway, so they just did it there, in the middle of yeah. nowhere. <laughs> Pretty much, you know. Which I guess in this case it's like, and they also give her drugs, like they like give her a sedative or something. Um, and then like the next morning, she you know, pretty much champions them and then bounces away. Oh um, yeah, and like roddy couldn't do it with her because he suddenly had morals even though like it was established that he was busting his nut through the country yeah (laughs) except this time oh but she's gross so like the main science lady that shocks him strips for him to get a turn him on so he could actually perform (laughs) it's so fucking stupid Um, and then uh, what happens after that? Oh, yeah. Oh, oh, yeah. And then, oh, so then this is when we get to the good part. Um, so then <clears throat> eventually they wind up at their, is it their, I guess it's Frogtown, but it doesn't seem like much of a town. It's like kind of an indoor roller something. Like it's, I don't know. It seems like a giant, like, what do you call it club with like a strip like a strip club with multiple sort of areas where the strippers are frog people (laughs) yeah yeah which the first i gotta give this movie some mad props because the first the first frog person they show in in because i love the puppets and the costume stuff like that after once it gets to that that stuff i I, this i fell in love with this movie because up to that point it was like all right this is silly like We've seen this before, and now it's like a goofy type of post-apocalyptic, raunchy Roddy Piper, you know, having to deal with electrodes on his nuts thing. Yeah, but then the, first, the-, the first bit felt like a very high-budget 
porn yeah <laughs> that wasn't get, that was having no sex in it it was just yeah. like deep deep story porn <laughs> yeah and it starred piper but then yeah. then it goes berserko because then he encounters the frog people and it's all funky and weird and sleazy and the first frog person you see is a is a stripper at, who's got like giant nipples you know um d cup nipples as one of my friends would graciously call them <laughs> and uh uh and he like talks to all these gangster sounding like frog people and it's it's pretty crazy like i i dug it and uh he oh the the lady who's like heading the mission she ends up having to well she her intention of course i guess is to sort of disguise herself or whatever but doesn't really work that way so he gets so she gives her him like a like like she's like his slave type of thing where he, like she she's like has a collar on and she's dressed in like small clothes and stuff and you know Roddy Piper of course gives her a hard time about it but eventually you know it's like all right well I got to do this otherwise she's gonna blow my nuts off so um, it kind of turns into Return of the Jedi um, you know at the beginning with yeah. Jabba the Hutt it's like a reverse feelings. Star Wars. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It was like a reverse Star Wars Return of the Jedi, and I loved every minute of it. And uh, Rory, Rory Cal, uh, yeah, Rory Calhoun, you know, fucking Farmer, Farmer Vincent himself shows up in this movie at the bar, just doing nothing. Like he's just sitting there, and it's like it's like the most random thing. I'm like, all right, like, yeah, it's good stuff. Um, and uh so let's see then i don't even remember what happens next um some somebody gets killed at some point um in some wacky way what was it i mean they the they, they find out that it's a ruse the whole thing oh. was a ruse that oh yeah frog people figure out that the science lady is i don't know a science lady and then yeah, because they figure an, out that roddy piper's the i don't know him they get him captured somehow as well they're yeah. both captured by frog people <clears throat> yeah but there's a defector amongst them who's like this lady who like, she starts trying to get it on with roddy piper yeah the frog lady she was already in there she was an implant though i believe because yeah. they said they were meeting up with a implant in there. yeah but she still tries to you know bump and grind on him like, yeah. Uh, she, she's, yeah she's heard about him as she graciously says and um, at some point, like, he's, like, freaked out and he's, like, trying to get her off of him. And at first you think it's because, oh, because she's, like, a frog lady and stuff. But then eventually he's like, oh, hold on, hold on, wait a minute. And then he grabs a paper bag and says, here, wear this. And, and it's like, <laughs> that's hilarious. You know? yeah. Roddy Piper is still willing to have, to fornicate with this frog lady. Yeah, and she doesn't uh, get she doesn't get the bag thing either too. She's like, "What is this? Some kind of kink of yours?" Yeah, <laughs> she doesn't get yeah. Bag She's means. totally innocent about it. Yeah, like, but he just goes along with it. Yep. Totally. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I was getting mad Cool World vibes from that scene. Um, but yeah, great stuff. Um, let's see. So she tries to fornicate with him. Eventually, she gets killed though. Um, doesn't she like get shot? Yeah. Or stabbed. Yeah. Something I think like stabbed, that. Yeah. 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 Frog lady helps, gets stabbed. Was one of gets my it. Things. 
Yeah. And so he fights off the the guy who stabbed her. I think he kills him somehow. I there was a lot to happen in this movie. It was so, like yeah. a flurry of madness. It was a little crazy during that. Um they yeah, the, so the lady was getting taken away to do some weird ass ritual with the frog people and the harem of ladies they're supposed to rescue and Roddy's captured and he's going to like be chainsawed to death. Yeah. And while this is happening too, there's like the, the ritual has these flowing pieces of fabric that, so how the lady shocks him is she has ear earrings on that. She, she touches that shock him and this fabric keeps <laughs> brushing up against the earrings. So yeah. while he's tied up, he gets getting shocked in the dick and basically asking for him to cut it off. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and Oh yeah. Cause like she's, She's like, everybody keeps asking her, oh, are you prepared for the dance of the three snakes or whatever? Like, for some reason, yeah. people people keep asking her about that. This movie's really repetitive. And then she eventually, like, is laying down and there's all these other fertile women around her. And yeah, like, these light fabrics are brushing up against her earrings and Roddy Piper is screaming his ass off. Um, it, and while a frog is trying to chainsaw his nuts, it's great. And then, like, at some point, he gets the mechanism off. Yeah, he they chainsaw yeah. it off, not yeah. his dick, but just the right. the chastity belt, basically that he did. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And he was like, "Oh, it doesn't explode." She lied to me, and then yeah, and then a second later, it explodes in the bad guy's hand and kills him. <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> yeah. Oh my gosh. Oh yeah, no, this movie was great, and then so then they escape at some point um her him and her like the what's her name she's got a weird name like spangler 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 (laughs) (laughs) um yeah so uh so pretty much it's it yeah so that whole thing they like free the slave girls um actually wow this is a lot like mad max holy crap yeah. <laughs> yeah. I didn't even realize until just now. Like I mean I wa- like when I went when I watched it, it's like post apocalyptic, yeah. You know, but like now that I think about it, it's like it's kind of like Mad Max in more ways than one. Yeah. Um let's see. So <clears throat> so they head out. There's Oh yeah, and there, like there was like the guy who killed the um, the person that was sort of like the spy, I guess is what she would she would be referred to as. Mm-hmm. Um, there was kind of an extensive thing that happened with them, wasn't there? She does a dance for the frog dude, the main frog guy, the three snakes. You're right. Okay. And uh, like the guy with the eye patch? Maybe. Someone else, like a bigger frog guy. Oh, that was it. Okay, yeah. Yeah. Cause the guy with the eye patch was funny. <laughs> <laughs> um let's see. So yeah, I eventually they 
they get out and then like yeah they escape and the looney dude dies they named him the the other human that was there oh yeah looney tunes because he yeah i remember he had that nickname and like at some point they kind of had this whole thing about like the type of beer that they serve at the bar Uh Oh right, yeah. It was like a Coors Light that they found in a mine shaft. That's only a little bit radioactive. Yeah. Because yeah, yeah. When he first when he first gets there, he orders a drink, and it was I don't know some frog drink that was gross. Yeah. And then he and then and then he eventually gets to that real beer, and he's like, "What real beer? How'd you get this?" Oh. Yeah. <laughs> Let's see. Roddy Piper actually makes a pretty good hero. Like I I like his. I don't know. I like his sort of self-awareness. Like, I like the fact that this movie, like, kind of didn't take itself that seriously. You know? Like, if, but it felt like, it felt like, it felt sincere, though, the way it was done. Like, I liked how, I don't know, I just enjoyed that, that quality of it a lot. So. Um, okay, so then they run, they run into the colonel guy from the beginning. Yeah, there's just a huge car chase scene, yeah. which is very Mad Maxy as well. Yeah, that was pretty fun. Uh, by the way, you're welcome to chime in anytime you want, Zach. <laughs> like, yeah, there hasn't been too much to add. <laughs> oh, okay. yeah. Had you heard of this movie before? Yeah. I had because it's a Vinegar Syndrome release. Ah, okay. But I didn't know it was like mutant frogs and shit. I thought it was like a. <laughs> Like a Savage Dawn type movie. Oh, <laughs> so, that was a surprise. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. They, I mean, it it takes a while for the actual frog people to show up, but when the, once they show up, they're pretty much in it throughout the rest of the movie. So we get a lot of time with them. Um, how does? And I remember he kills the last frog. There's like a there's like a beat down scene you know roddy piper the wrestler he's got to have a beat down scene in his movies and the this film ends with a pretty pretty savage one where he gets bashed in the face and yeah and he like stabs the guy oh wait he no throws the sword <laughs> yeah but he somehow so, so yeah there's a fight scene i wrote that one uh fight scene uh the guy from the beginning that captured him at first uh who got like demoted because because this whole world is run by women because they're i don't know in more power for some reason for i forget because of fertility of some sort reasons yeah uh so he gets demoted and he's misogynistic and shit but and throughout the movie there's this masked dude too which it turns out to be him yeah who's just like double crossing people and shit double crossing the government or whatever so he, Roddy Piper, chucks a katana through him. Very, uh, whatever that last movie we watched at was like. Yeah. Uh, uh, yeah, I remember he gets stabbed through the chest and then he falls. But survives. Off. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that was weird. It's like, okay, you can katana through the chest and somehow you still survive. It's like, why not? Um, yeah, so... But yeah, like, but then there was another fight between him and the frog guy. Yeah, Toady was the frat frog guy. Yeah, name. that's it, Toady. Sp- spelled T O T Y. So, yep. Just, yeah. I don't remember the fight that well, but yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, 
it reminded me of Battletoads. You know, like, that's all I can remember, honestly. <laughs> Uh, I liked it. I mean, I don't know. I mean, I I thought it was fun. I I I, I got to be honest. I wasn't paying much attention to the plot. <laughs> Me I mean, the, 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 the effects. <laughs> I was just enjoying the puppets and the effects. Like I didn't yeah. really care. Like yep. I think honestly, like I I still enjoy this movie. Was so fun to look at because it was so it was so cheap looking and so campy and goofy and strange and you know it almost had like a Total Recall vibe, but like much more low rent. I just dug the gritty, like, ugliness of it, you know? It was cool. Um, yeah, I don't know. I liked it. I liked it a lot. I'd give it, like, maybe a solid three to a four, perhaps. Like, personally, I don't know. This is this is, this is one I really enjoyed. Oh, there was that little bit, too, with... Uh, oh, yeah. He, the, the Roddy Piper was wearing a necklace that his daughter had, which I kind of missed of like, where does daughter come from? I know he had, he impregnated some people along the way, but like, I guess he had a daughter that he connected with and then got her a necklace from her. And he gave it to that soldier lady that was with them the whole time. Yeah. Which was like, why didn't you give it to the scientist lady Spangler? Cause they, they end up together of some sort, but yeah. Yeah. I don't know. That was weird. Oh, well. And also at the end, like he, pretty much he drives off into the sunset with a with a vehicle full of fertile women and that, he, that he's contractually obligated to impregnate <laughs> yeah exactly so yeah in the end of the movie pretty much everybody gets what they want and uh I guess oh yeah call it a happy ending yeah and like uh looney tunes or whatever was like in the back of the seat filled by the women and he's like oh i hope heaven is just like this <laughs> <laughs> that was so funny yeah yeah cool yeah i'd give it like a three stars because it was, it was a fun movie to just yeah watch yeah not, i would definitely watch it. Or anything yeah yeah, yeah i would it, watch it again I'd give it a three as well definitely was a fun one yeah <clears throat> yeah i'm glad i chose it i was curious about it I was like, hmm. some people mentioned it here and there. I was like, all right, I'll watch it. Roddy Piper can't be that bad. I was thoroughly satisfied with it. So. Yeah. <clears throat> all right. So now we shall discuss the film that you chose, Zach. Yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. Yeah, I chose. And, uh, uh, I chose Butt Boy. <laughs> And if if the name right there doesn't indicate like something like I'll say out of every movie we may have done on this, this fucking show, this was one of the most out there fucking ones I can recall. Yeah, this was definitely yeah, this was definitely this was something. Different. This was something. Yeah. 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 I we apologize if the rest of this podcast ends up resembling more of a therapy session than an actual film discussion. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so right off the bat, I thought this was going to be like really, really campy, like trauma shit. But yeah. it's it's got like a straight, straight up detective movie tone, which I was not expecting. Yeah. yeah. Very like serious but like satirical 
like serious. <clears throat> it wasn't serious tone because of the. It's hard to explain well, this I mean, fucking movie. Goddamn. I, well, it's like well, it's because the premise is just so insane, and yet the film actually takes it seriously. Uh, it, like, not only takes it seriously, but actually adheres very strictly to its logic. I mean, I I don't I don't want to compare it to Cabin in the Woods because like that's i feel like that would be a little bit misleading you know because it's not that type of movie at all mm-hmm. but like but can you sort of get like how like so cabin in the woods like it's a comedy only in the sense that the idea itself is absurd but the film itself actually takes the logic of its concept seriously and actually goes all the way with it like and rubber that, but that's all the same thing Cabin in the Woods also does have a bunch of more comedic elements where this is more satirical kind of con- like it's yeah serious like serious like there's no like necessarily jokes well it's se. a very <laughs> very like sharp satire like yeah yeah um but yeah like not to compare it to Cabin in the Woods as a film but like that type of thing in a way yeah. although yeah this is definitely more satirical like you say yeah um there's not really much of a, a plot summary but oh okay so, well, do you want to try to describe it or? yeah so follows this guy named chip he's just like a an it engineer bored of his job kind of not good in his marriage or whatever yeah uh, kind of a depressed like sort of i guess fight club in a way i mean is probably one thing i'd kind of compare it to like the idea of working like a dead end life and being bored with it and stuff i mean that's yeah. the only thing i can sort of think of Just, to compare it to. yeah mundane life kind of yeah. Go, goes in for a routine prostate exam yeah and, uh, gets turned on by it i guess <laughs> yes something different happens this time yeah and uh start actually showing... i think it i think it might have been his first prostate exam actually because like yeah because um, yep. uh his wife said something like oh daddy's gonna have his first prostate exam like um and was sort of mocking him a little bit to their baby like yeah <laughs> yeah so he got some pleasure out of that so he starts shoving stuff up his ass yeah it (laughs) starts off with a bar of soap doesn't it bar of soap then a remote (laughs) i don't know if the dog (laughs) wasn't that in the beginning or later i don't remember Uh, well at some point he actually it was after the time jump no it was before okay so they they went to the park to post up missing dog signs that's true okay yeah so yeah Yeah, like i had to pause it at that moment once it i didn't get it i I didn't get it that that like i didn't understand at all (laughs) like that the dog was missing because he put it up his butt (laughs) yeah yeah so it didn't it didn't show that it just implied it with the i didn't even get the implication i must have missed it just (laughs) (laughs) yeah because it he does the bar of soap, the remote control, and then it like does the thing where he's like looks back and forth to the dog, and then the dog's next cuts to the scene where they're hanging up the flyers. Yeah. So implied <laughs> and, and, that the dog. 
<clears throat> yeah, it, because they played this one like weird little musical note when it showed the close up of the the soap and whatever the other thing was, and then um, it played the same note like when it showed the close up of the dog. And, Shit, and at that point, yeah, at that point, I had to pause the movie okay. and just be like, "All right, so I guess <laughs> I mean, I think I, I mean I think I know I think I have a feeling that this movie might be going in a di- different sort of direction than I." thought it would and i started thinking about the fact that it was called butt boy and then i'm like okay wait a minute (laughs) i didn't i see it because i missed that that the dog may have gone up his butt (laughs) yeah that's all right i was so (laughs) yeah you are you are innocent (laughs) i I had no idea we were getting into (laughs) Yeah, I didn't either. This was also a random pick, by the way, for people yeah. listening. <laughs> yeah. It makes me want to do more random picks. Because yeah. like, and I, and I like looked it over, like this the tagline of the movie too. After uh, watching it, and it was hilarious. It was like yeah. played up as you know a detective thriller, and it was just by, and the detective thinks it's by chip who's shoving shit up his butt <laughs> yeah, well, yeah. i'm glad i didn't read the headline before watching the movie because i was surprised <laughs> as fuck yeah <laughs> oh by the way chip is the director of the movie oh yeah <laughs> okay so. that's excellent <laughs> yeah yeah so after the dog they go to the park to hang up flyers and you see him just staring at a, a mom and her baby and then yeah. eventually cuts back to them going to the house and uh cops knock on the door uh, some ba- <laughs> baby is missing and you guys are at the park yeah um... <laughs> see did you get did you guys think that it was already up his butt yeah <laughs> okay yeah. so see i was still oblivious at this point because i was just like is he like just some like psycho murderer as well or something? Did he like? I don't. I didn't. I truly did, didn't expect that he tried to shove a baby up his butt. That's interesting. I thought he. I thought he might have just been like a murderer as well as a sex fiend. <laughs> well, you know, I mean, I guess in a way, I could see that. It, the only reason I knew. That he was up his butt. It was because it kept on playing that same sound, <laughs> like that same music. Like that was the one thing, like that clued me in on the fact that he was putting this stuff up his butt. Yeah, because I missed he would play that. that sound, and then it would cut to the next shot, and it would be implied to be gone. And I'd be like, "Oh no, <laughs> I missed that." Yeah, I did. I missed that <laughs> musical sting part. <laughs> yeah, that's all right. <clears throat> hmm. Well, if you ever watch it again, it'll be obvious to you now. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> but go on i'm sorry for interrupting uh it jumps was it five or nine years no oh, yeah then it jumps ahead nine years yeah, yeah. it shows the title it goes it, it does the title butt boy nine years later yeah it said nine years later but then at some point someone mentioned like five years ago something happened i don't i don't know it, that confused me mm. but i think oh, yeah, that's, that that's when he started i think going to aa or something yeah okay yeah because he did yeah. try to, he tried to kill himself at one point, before, oh, yeah. like right, right before the title and the time jump, he tried to kill himself, but it yeah. obviously didn't pan out. 
Yeah. yeah. So after the time jump, we're we get introduced to the detective. Goes to AA and Chip is there. <coughs> By the yeah. way, should we t- should we talk about the detective or no? Or well, we could. You can keep going. Sorry. Um. Yeah, they get paired up, sponsors, whatever. Yeah. Uh. I mean, at this point, I was I was wondering if like, because you know you 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 get the thing. I I got the feeling he was a detective and he was already on to him, but he wasn't, and that apparently. <laughs> Oh, yeah. okay. Like from his previous baby oh, yeah. kidnapped because I didn't again didn't think it was a baby up the butt. I thought it was just baby kidnapping her, and so I thought he was just you know doing detective work on him and showing yeah. up to the AA meeting to do more detective work. But no, yeah. just a coincidence. Yeah, yeah, because he is a kind of a what do you call it? A, not a hard boiled detective. They, they, it, like, what do you call He's like a hardcore, like, bad lieutenant style, like Gary Oldman and the professional type detective guy who is just completely unhinged and like a loose cannon. Matthew McConaughey and true detective. Yeah. Yeah. And there's, there's even a really disturbing montage at one point in the movie of the detective just killing, mutilating, torturing people. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> badass. <laughs> intercut with chip just doing a mundane shit yeah (laughs) which is interesting because it was like the movie kept on trying to draw like parallels between the two characters um which is sort of like what another movie um feed uh kind of does which is a movie that like maybe one day we'll talk about that but i don't know um I've considered but, picking that one. Yeah, we it, that would be an interesting one to talk about, I gotta say. But um, that movie sort of does a similar thing by showing like the perpetrator and the detective as being like similar people in certain ways because they're both, you know, uh, capable of something terrible, basically. Yeah. And the cop loved hot sauce. Mm. Oh, yeah. I knew that was going to come up again later. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, I guess Chip was in AA not for alcohol, but for his shoving stuff up his ass, I guess. Yeah. Yep. But he yep. but he pretended it was an alcohol addiction, I guess. Yeah. Um I, I th- eventually he gets triggered to start putting stuff up his ass again. Yeah, yeah because he relapses <laughs> and which is it's the detective's fault that he relapses because he um he takes him out to out to dinner or whatever and then he starts like describing like his desire to start drinking again and you know all that stuff break his sobriety and that causes him to want to start putting things in his butt again basically yeah like yeah so it's the detective's fault that he goes on a rampage again, so to speak. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, starts out with a, a game piece at their family game night. Yeah. Um, I think there was a few yeah. more things before the thing at work happened, right? Yeah, you see him waddling around with a light bulb up his butt. <laughs> yeah. 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 So I guess eventually it's the bring your kid to work day for chip mm. and uh all the kids playing hide and seek 
one goes missing. Yeah, oh. the one that hides under his his desk. Which yeah. you know that he then proceeds to run to the IT room and take the tape out of and switch around and put in his put in a bag. Yeah, like he's keeping the contraband. And still, I will say at this point, I still didn't think that he was actually <laughs> shit was going up his butt. Well, then the last part of this movie must have been extremely interesting for you. I mean, I <laughs> eventually, like, I I kind of got it, like, because once. The detective just randomly tells his boss the theory that I think he's doing, he's somehow inhaling shit up his butt and digesting him. And he's like, digest. Well, I don't know about the digestion part, but yeah. It's like, what? You jumped to that conclusion? Like, okay. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So the detective is the one that's called in. There's, oh, yeah. Cause um, Chip never answered the guy's calls for AA and stuff so there's mm-hmm. like tension already there mm. and then yeah. it's like oh you're the IT guy you're the only one that can see the camera footage right and that's when the suspicion starts goes to the detective and that's when it all comes crashing down <laughs> yeah because yeah, yeah so also like his the, his first clues were at the desk, at the, at Chip's desk, he finds like a dingleberry just underneath his desk. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's what led him to believe that he's like. That's where it just. How did he jump to that? Was my question. <laughs> like, because there was nothing that, like, the audience could understand the jump, but like the detective just found a random dingleberry underneath his desk. Like, because then it goes to. The, the, the detective telling his boss, yeah, I think he's shoving shit up his butt and digesting <laughs> the reverse. Because well, he finds another one at some point. Yeah, he finds another one that because he, he he follows Chip with a cat and he finds another dingleberry with her. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and by the way, this movie takes all this 100% like dead face seriously. Yes. All this stuff we're talking about sounds like yeah, no, Tim and Eric or no comedic like, timing or anything like that. Yeah, like it's totally dead face serious, <laughs> like stone cold Abel Ferreira level, like hardcore, take this seriously, please type movie. Yeah. <laughs> Even though it's so fucking weird, like. <laughs> So is that when the wife invites the detective over? Mm, yeah, that, yeah, that, that, happen. that happens next. That happens next, yeah. Yep. He, uh, after dinner, he's like, before I go, I got to take a shit. Yeah, and the dinner scene was pretty good, too. They're they're both kind of throwing each other under the bus and whatnot. Yeah. Yeah. Trying because they they were both also they were like trying now in a cat and mouse game kind of thing like yeah, yeah. they both knew that the other one knows at that point mm-hmm. yeah because yeah, he was like why because one of the his excuse for dodging his calls was that his wife was sick with and... cerebral palsy <laughs> <laughs> yeah and like the de- the detectives you know. Kind of says, "Oh well, I'm glad you got better." Chip said you were sick, and the wife was like, "Huh? What? No, I don't. No, uh, 
and then you know chip was kind of an asshole saying yeah yeah blah 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 yeah like and then, uh, then chip throws him under the back i forget exactly what he said but yeah they were playing yeah. some cat and mouse shit at that dinner table yeah it was pretty crazy like it felt like one of those old school like detective movies it's like um or even like something like lethal weapon or something like that like it just i don't know it just reminded me of like weird movies like that yeah yes yeah, so then he goes to leave says i need to take a shit ruffles around the bathroom while chip's trying to get into the bathroom like, yeah. fuck. like that was just awkward for some reason for me i well that, yeah because at first it irritated he, at first he was just taking a shit and he's like oh what, why is he trying to get back in here mm-hmm. that's he, the thing he he drew attention to the fact that he was hiding something yep if he will, if he, I, I feel if he didn't, because it did look like he was taking a shit. So I feel if he didn't try and just fucking, he was literally trying to bust down the door. <laughs> so if I feel yeah. if he wasn't doing that shit and let him take a shit, he wouldn't have, you know, he had every found, reason found what he found. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, he finds the finds the security footage, which is on a floppy disk. <laughs> uh, Opens the door. He's got the gun pointed at him. Um, was it the next scene that he starts following him? Mm-hmm. Like right after. Yeah. yeah. He starts driving away. And it was funny too, like the at the bathroom, like the gun was on him and uh, Chip was in the hallway and the wife was like, is everything okay? And <laughs> he was like, and Chip was like, yeah, everything's fine. And then Tekum just kind of walks out. Thanks for the dinner again. <laughs> After yeah. holding the gun on him and shit. Yeah. It's like, yeah, I'm just a little claustrophobic. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Actually, I just realized this movie didn't use, like, I didn't really use much modern stuff. Like, I don't think anybody used cell phones in it or anything like that. Like, probably the most modern thing in it was laser tag. But aside from that, like, this movie could have taken place in the 90s. You know, because I'm now I'm thinking about that floppy disk thing, and I'm like, hmm, do people still use floppy disks anymore? So maybe this is trying to be like an Edward Scissorhands type of thing, where it kind of takes place in in like a made up time period or something like that, like between the it's like an alternate '90s reality or something like that. I don't know. Yeah, yeah, and the cop was using payphone, you know, to call him. Yeah. So who knows? Maybe they were just trying to do something more like traditional. Yeah, or like a an un, unspecified period of time. Yeah, it's pretty cool, actually. Yeah. Yeah. Then the whole thing. He follows him. So he gets goes to a pet store, grabs a cat. Yeah. Um, falls and finds another dingleberry. <laughs> <laughs> cat's nowhere to be seen gets back to his car <laughs> and it shows the mirror and chips there with his ass trying to suck him up <laughs> yeah <laughs> that's where yeah. like oh okay <laughs> okay yeah like, like he- here we go <laughs> like a full-on like whirlwind like just trying to get him in there <laughs> 
<laughs> yeah, like the glass, like he, he was in the car and like his sheet, like, went, like not the windshield, but like the, the windows like just bust open and it's like he's in the yeah. tornado and like, yeah, <laughs> you see his ass cheeks like flapping and like yeah. sucking shit in. <laughs> yeah, it's like a tornado coming out of his butt. And, and it, um, he, he does suck in the floppy disk too. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So the detective loses the floppy disk up Chip's ass and yeah. and then what happens like then like, um, he... i think the next scene was um he goes to the police chief police chief doesn't doesn't believe him uh i think he like kicks him off the force or whatever you know yeah, the typical he, like, fires and kind of yeah, yeah. give me your badge yeah yeah uh so then after that i think it was the laser <clears throat> tag because yeah, and, and also the the cop relapses himself he, oh, gets yeah. dr- he gets drunk and it's that's when we show that's when everything we find out is that the backstory of like because in the very beginning uh we see the cop like doing a peeping tom on some lady i'm not sure we weren't i wasn't sure who it was but we find out that it's his wife and he shows up drunken to his wife who has a new husband presumably that's who it was and we yeah. figure out oh so this and then he goes into like the police files as well and connects the dots that it was Chip that sucked up the baby, who was actually his his son, which was why he was an alcoholic because his son went missing those years ago. Mm. Yep. Okay, that makes sense. Yeah, I yeah, remember so, that. That was yeah. Yeah. So he goes to the laser tag, drunk. Right. He's drunk at that point. Yeah, because the the wife invited him to their to Chip's son's birthday party at Laser Tag. Yeah, so he just walks in there and starts fucking blasting at Chip. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Because yeah. at this point, point, he's no he knows he's the one that you know killed his son, presumably with his butt. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. so he lost control and went after him with a gun at Laser Tag. Which that was a really well done scene, by the way. Yeah. Um. Yeah. It's really intense. Very stylistic of that genre. Yeah, it's well done. You know, really cool. But um, so at this point, <laughs> how do you even begin to talk about what happens next? Like, <laughs> yeah, I don't know. <laughs> well, at least okay. um. At the laser tag, Russ, the, the cop, Russell was his name, gets sucked up into his butt. Yeah, and he's pretty much in his colon throughout most of the rest of the film. Yeah, it's like another dimension type of thing. Like, yeah, he's full sized in like this cavernous place. He yeah. sees the he sees the missing kid from the office and a bunch of shit that we saw. <laughs> throughout yeah. the movie that was at up this point butt. at this point the movie isn't messing around anymore like, <laughs> no <laughs> yeah they walk around eventually find the dude's kid who somehow survived nine, nine, years. <laughs> nine years living off shit i think because like the I kid because the kid was giving like the other kid that like uh the bring your kid to work day kid was eating what looked like shit patties (laughs) yeah yeah Yeah, that scene was 
I mean, that, mm, I, it, you know, and what was great about that scene was they say grace before they eat the shit. <laughs> and, you know, like, it reminded me of a scene from another movie I'll never say the title of on this show. But um, there's a scene in that movie where people eat shit in a similar fashion. And this movie, I felt, was kind of paying homage to it a little bit with that scene, with the fact that they were saying grace and thanking, like, whoever, and then eating the shit. Like, it was just like, wow. Like, Yeah. And that was, a, like, a few months later, right, after... Yeah, at least I think it was at least a month. I think because he did have like a check, <laughs> like a check mark days yeah. inside. He's doing, the, he's doing the castaway thing. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and how we could really tell how days pass inside his butt, which, where there's like no sun or anything. I'm wondering, like, yeah. does he have a watch on or something? I don't know. I don't understand <laughs> it. You know. But the kid, you know, like, like oh, and there was know. that funny part right in the beginning when he was in the butt. There was like, "What's that?" And it was like a, "It's a fart." <laughs> <laughs> so they have to duck for cover, like it's a train. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. But somehow the kids have managed to survive. The dogs survive too. It's like holy crap! Yeah. That's that's incredible. I don't. I guess it's easy to survive inside of somebody's colon. Apparently, according to this movie. Um, not that I ever want to imagine such a such a fate, but yeah. I mean, least... we're also talking about a movie where some guy can't absorb people up his butt, so like he has <laughs> he has superpower butt powers. So it's yeah. like... <laughs> <laughs> All right. this could be an X Men origin story, I suppose. <laughs> right. <laughs> um. So yeah. So then what happens? Uh, so then, yeah, like a month or two later, uh, Chip's going. Oh yeah, about, two months later. <laughs> yeah, Chip's going about his job, getting a promotion and shit. He's like touted as a hero. Yeah. And meanwhile, everyone in his ass starts uh, throwing stuff out. <laughs> I guess. Yeah, yeah, because he 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 went to the doctors because you know he got shot while in the laser tag, so he's like oh, yeah. doing routine checkups. He has another prostate exam and they see, they like, you see the inside and you just see two huge fingers come in and the doctor's like, oh, you're real loose back here. And he's just like, oh, that's weird. Yeah, that's right. No, gosh. Yeah. So that's when they start throwing stuff back out. Like everything you see at the beginning, the soap, the remote, the dog. Yeah. And the then, dog gets out. Yeah. He puts the dog on his own front porch and comes back in his dog. His wife discovers the dog. Right. Like somehow nine years later still yeah. found his way back. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He like hides it and pretends that like and he like is wiping it off and stuff and then leaves it on the front door, runs in really quickly, and then he's like, oh, it came back to us. Oh, and he, like, pretends, like, oh, it's a miracle. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so then it's the... He's getting put up for an award. That was so stupid. Like, yeah, he's, like, getting, like, some kind of police award or something. Yeah, like which is and they're like normally we reserve this award for officers, but it's like okay, that doesn't even make any freaking sense. Yeah. Like, what did he even do? Like, he especially didn't kill since the guy. they, especially since they thought he just ran away. Yeah, yeah, 
because I don't because they they assume that he stopped him from going on a rampage, but it's never specified how or anything. Or I guess Chip is a good liar at this point. I so guess, like, uh, yeah, I stopped him and he just ran off. I don't know. Yeah, <clears throat> crazy. Yeah. So when, and then before that, when they when he starts uh, shitting out stuff again, he takes like a Pepto Bismol or some shit like that. Oh, yeah. And oh like, yeah, some like digestive help shit. Yeah, yeah, and it uh kills the the one kid. Yeah, the Asian kid who was hiding under the desk. Yeah, that kind of bummed that that kind of bummed me out a little bit. I kind of wanted him to survive. I was like, oh man, like yeah, you know, it didn't even show him die. Like it just showed like his face, his was face getting melting, <laughs> and yeah. the guy's like, you're gonna be all right, you're gonna be all right, and then it cuts away and you don't see him again. Yeah. And then like the only other hint you get is like. Later on, when he finally gets out, the one guy looks at him and starts crying because he sees that there's nobody else. And it's yeah. like, oh, yeah. He but even anyway. like nods, like the dad of the kid. He like the, the cop nods and like says, "No, sorry." Yeah, <laughs> and then was, he starts crying. <laughs> that was such a bummer because like that kid had already survived that long up to that point. I mean, of course, I guess the other kid survived longer, but still. Yeah. Oh well. Yeah, so then basically he's like, oh, fuck this. Gets out his hot sauce from his gun holster. <laughs> and, uh, Why didn't he do that before? Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> or did he like just discover it at that point? I don't know. Oh, maybe maybe that was it, yeah. Yeah, so hot sauce it's everywhere. Like, it's like the Wizard of Oz. You had the power to go home all along, George. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. He puts a hot sauce everywhere and uh, it makes ship just fucking explode in, in front of all the people. It they gives him gas. What it does yeah. is it gives him gas. He gets all farty and he lights a light. He had a lighter and he lights a oh, lighter. Yeah. So he lights that. his fart on fire <laughs> and just explodes chip. Yeah. Chip just explodes all over the place. Pretty much. Yeah. So then he takes his son and uh, that's pretty much it. Yeah, he leaves, brings him into the hospital, sticks around, peeks in through the door to make sure he's all right, and smiles. And walks oh, and, away. A- and after the explosion, too, he, he, he still has a floppy disk, gives it yeah. to his boss that's like in shock, just like covered oh. in blood and guts. He's like, Yeah, here's your evidence, case closed. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And so then he walks away. Make sure to see that his son is okay and he's recovering. And then he smiles and walks away. And I guess that's he's like, that's it. Like he just wanted to save his son. And I don't know what he's gonna do now. Like maybe kill himself. I don't know. He seemed pretty doomed. Like he slaughtered an entire house full of people. Like I just I don't know. I mean, these are pretty hopeless characters anyway. You know, when you think about it, like yeah. <laughs> You know, but yeah, he did make the the guy who was putting people up his butt. Uh, he did make him explode, and so I guess that's what's most important is that the butt boy got blown up. Yeah, yeah. Stopped a serial killer of sorts. Yeah, yeah. a serial killer who I guess only effectively killed one person. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Yeah. So. He can't even have the status of serial killer. He's just a loser who puts stuff up his butt. 
It's a great movie. Great movie. Yeah. Yeah. It was wild. Yeah. It was like Fight Club meets what was that internet video where the guy put the glass jar up his butt? Uh, One Uh, jar, one one glass. One guy, one jar. (laughs) Yeah, that's it. It's it's like Fight Club meets One Guy, One Jar. Yeah. (laughs) I mean, you know, probably not I mean, your mileage may vary, but you know. Yeah. So I give it a three and a half. I enjoyed it quite a lot. Yeah. I liked it a lot. (laughs) Yeah. It's good. Yeah. Yeah. I'd give it a three and a half, and I'd recommend it to people to watch. (laughs) Yeah. I think I'd do the same like three and a half, three, three three to four like whatever yeah like, maybe yeah. even a four for me yeah. <laughs> good funny yeah. as fuck it was a pretty damn good movie actually yeah, yeah. yeah the, the detective character he was a pretty damn good actor actually yep he was i liked all the acting in it actually it was like deadpan enough that it just worked like and um yeah no i i dug it it was really good and yeah i would it's it's i feel like uh, movies like this like it, if there's like enough of absurdity to it, like I, there just has to be enough. You know, they can't go overboard, but they can't like not do enough. There, ha- there has to be like the right balance. You know, and I feel like this movie hits the right balance. So, yeah. All right, and I guess that concludes our episode. Um, <laughs> and and now you, now we shall declare our christmas our christmas movie choices because the holiday season is coming up yeah so who wants to go first i got a few choices i just wanted to see what you guys chose first ah uh, okay oh that's well, what i was gonna do <laughs> <laughs> all right well i'll i'll give my choice first okay, um because i've already decided what i it's it, this is I think I, t- I told you guys, this is a one that is off the beaten path. It is a movie that goes by several different titles. It was made in 1965. It is a Russian movie called Morozko. It's also known as Jack Frost, Father Frost, and Frosty. And it was on Mystery Science Theater 3000. So there's an English dubbed version. It's on YouTube, and I think that's what we should watch for my choice. Okay. <laughs> so what year was it again? 19, 1965. I know it's sort of a strangely specific choice, <laughs> but I remember seeing it on Mystery Science Theater 3000 and thinking, like, mm, this, I kind of want them to shut up for this one. You know, like, just, I was... I was <laughs> I was actually a little interested in what was going on just because it was strange enough that I kind of wanted to see like what would happen in it. You know? So I choose that. <laughs> All right. Well, if you're going with something that was titled Jack Frost, I'm going to go with Jack Frost. <laughs> okay. But it's the 90s one. What year? Which 90s one? 96, this one. Oh, okay. Okay. Ah, okay. <laughs> okay, I know this Excellent. one. All right, cool, cool. 
Let's I'm ready see. for that. I think that's one I have seen. If if it's is it a family one or no the horror, the horror one? The horror one. Okay, I've seen them both. So. <laughs> the family one has Michael has music by Michael Keaton in it. Yeah. <laughs> oh golly, what do I? I don't know. Um, I know there's so many good Christmas movies. You know, and there's so many bad. Like a lot of them are similar. Of just like parents like in-law drama stupid shit as well yeah yeah exactly so it's like do i want it it's hard to choose you know you can go with a recent one if you want i have two choices i'm debating okay that one's a little long i don't know if i want to do that two hours (laughs) okay um well, if you want to do two choices, we can. But if not, you know, that's fine, too. I don't know how this is going to go. <laughs> <laughs> I really don't. But I'm going to choose uh, Grumpy Cat's Worst Christmas Ever. <laughs> All right. I'm ready. <laughs> yeah, yeah be- I'll still decide on that one, yeah. The other one I was thinking of was uh, mm, Holiday in Handcuffs. <laughs> what? But it, it's like uh, Hallmark-ish. Oh, okay. Melissa Joan Hart, Mario Lopez. Oh, wow. Another one of those? Or wait, Mario <laughs> Lopez. Yeah, wasn't he in a... Oh, he was no, the that KFC was one. Yeah. That was it, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, well, the recipe for desire. Or Which one would you guys want to do? The grumpy cat one or the... <laughs> grumpy cat one uh, sounds interesting. The grumpy yeah. cat one? Yeah, let's do the grumpy cat yeah. one. Why not? That's what I'm thinking. All right, cool. That's a little more niche than a generic. <laughs> yeah. Excellent. Grumpy, grumpy right. cat, by the way, voiced by Aubrey Plaza. So. Oh, interesting. <laughs> All right, all right, cool. Grumpy cat. All right, and, it, cool. and it is the meme grumpy cat, internet meme grumpy cat. Yeah, I figured. <laughs> the frowny face. Oh, yeah. Love kitties. <laughs> all right, excellent. <clears throat> so, uh, Father Frost, uh, Jack Frost. Let's just call, okay, let's just call him Jack Frost. Jack Frost, Jack Frost, and Grumpy Cat's Christmas. Worst Christmas. Oh, Grumpy Cat's Worst Christmas. (laughs) All right. I'm ready. Cool. All right. Well, until next time. And we will do the Snoop Dogg one before too long. But, you know, you got to give us some time. You know, chill out. Right. Yeah. It's coming. (laughs) Don't worry. Yeah. Um, But all right. Yeah. So until next time, have a good night, everybody. Peace out. Have a good one. See ya.